Jacked and Canned, featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler, a place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jacked and Canned show. Just want to say before we get this thing started off with our sports roundtable episode, a big thank you to breaking down the tape and our boy Kevin for joining us on our one-year anniversary podcast. That was an absolute blast. Colbs, looking back on it, I know you've listened to the episode a hundred billion times. <laughs> you know me too well, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was one of the best episodes I think we ever did, and I mean that seriously. And a lot of that has to do with just the relationships that we built in the last year with specifically those guys. It, it really just makes the chemistry beautiful, so we can come in and just have fun and talk. We don't have to come in there with all these theatrics about all these cool things we're going to do. We can just sit down and talk with these guys like we would if we were sitting on a couch with them. Dude, absolutely. So what we want to say as well, we're going into year two. Cole, that is crazy. What the hell? I know. Time it is feels, flying by. It feels weird. <laughs> we're going into our second year. So ladies and gents, we want to increase our listener engagement. So that means you. That's right. You driving your car, sitting down, chilling cuddling with your i don't know girlfriend boyfriend who whoever you are write to us let us know what you want to hear on the show we might even get you involved who knows maybe you might be on with breaking down the tape and kevin next episode and if you don't engage with us <laughs> i am coming to your house personally and i'm going to take issue with you oh you got it so you heard it from Colbs. so you better do it all right. Anyways, Colbs, let's jump right into it, homie. Sports Roundtable, a new year, a new us. What's <laughs> on your mind? What's going on out there? All right. So before I end up inevitably just totally boring you for the rest of this night with NBA talk, we are going to talk a little bit of hockey, too. But, okay, cool. But I do just want to make mention, you saw that Timmy Tebow got officially signed, right? I just wanted you to be able to get your joy out now. I am absolutely, absolutely loving it. And Colbs, I did see, I don't know if it was like top six, top five, but he was one of the best-selling jerseys in the NFL, which gets me really jazzed up because you know that I have a Tebow in the city shirt from the New York Jets when he was oh, over there right, for a short do. time. <laughs> yeah, I do. So you know deep down that I'm really contemplating on going ahead here and getting a Tebow jersey in Jacksonville. I am curious to see what's going to end up happening. I know a lot of people are speculating like, oh, my God, when the regular season starts up, he's going to get cut. He's going to get cut. I don't think so. To me, he looks like he's in amazing shape. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see an athlete that's been out of the game for a little bit come back because, you know, me, Colbs, I'm a sucker for players like. You know, let's just say if Ray Allen decided to come back, I'm going to be his number one fan. So that's how I am right now with Tebow, man. What are your thoughts on the Tebow situation? Um, I don't think that they would cut him come regular season unless he's that bad. Reason being is that if nothing else, that guy's going to drive people to go to the stadiums, even if he doesn't play. That's just something that fans loved him, Tebow. I mean, you remember Tebow Mania, obviously. You were a huge part of it. Yeah. So 
the idea that you have a guy on your roster that draws more fans than almost everybody else on your roster, with the exception of possibly your new starting quarterback, I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want him there because he's going to help drive revenue within that stadium, especially, I mean, like you said, with the, with the Jersey sales, I mean, that's nuts. It's a guy that is basically signed as a potential backup tight end and he's already <laughs> selling a ton of jerseys. It's a, he's a, he's just a magnet. There's no Dude, reason from, that you would get rid of him. Yeah, from a marketing standpoint alone, and just from the cash roll, what he's going to bring in is amazing. I think that's why he went over to the minor leagues or the Mets organization, gave him the shot in the minor leagues because he was selling out the the freaking stands in a minor league ballpark, which doesn't typically happen. Yeah, in all seriousness, I'd hire him for like anything. Like, take me back to my management days. I'll just have him like come around and like take out trash and stuff like i'm gonna i'm gonna sell so much more stuff because tim tebow's in my damn building i would say no you need tebow customer front you need him facing the customers he will he will drive sales he'll just be like hey how you doing today yeah all he's gonna do is smile and bat an eye yeah yeah like we want to buy from you we trust you we want to buy from you absolutely Colbs, I know that you did bring up the topic there about NBA and how you would bore me. Dude, trust me, you're not going to bore me. I was watching a little bit of the Knicks game earlier today. Sadly, they lost, what, 107-105? Yeah. 107-105. Derek Rose, I don't know, he adds that spark into the team, and Derek Rose is talking to me. He That's- he does. In all seriousness, <sighs> Derek Rose looks like what you would think that Derrick Rose would have aged into had it not been for all the injuries. He's actually made a pretty good renaissance of his career over the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the Knicks there. I don't think it's going to be as easy as some people are predicting that the Knicks are just going to get swept out. I personally oh, don't no, think no, no. that. Uh, John, one of the things we're going to do today is I'm going to break down what I think happens in the NBA playoffs. I can tell you right now, I do not have the Knicks losing this series. Ooh, with that said, Colbs, let's give a little teaser here. We're going to go around the world. We're going to see what's going on. We're going to see who's on top in all of the standings, and then we're going to break it down. What do I you mean, say? Do we need to say who's on top? I mean, the playoffs have already begun. I mean, you, you're basically just doing baseball. Colbs, that's what we're saying for our Major League <laughs> Baseball fans. You can't forget about them, Colbs. Apologize. Uh, say it. No. Oh, my God. I apologize on Cole's behalf. Okay. Turning over to the American League, we got the AL East. Of oh, Dang it. All right. The Red Sox sitting on top, but the damn Rays right there with them and the Yankees right behind. Okay. AL East is tight division. I like it. Yankees are really turning it up lately. So, you know, that gets me excited being a New York Yankee fan. AL Central, the White Sox. We got them sitting on top over there. AL West, the Athletic, the Boo Astros sitting in second place. Switching over to the National League, we got the Mets on top. That gets me excited. I'm a little jazzed up about that. Going over to the NL Central, we got the Cardinals, and the NL West is the Padres, but the Dodgers and the Giants are still hunting them down. And quick shout-out, I know it was a couple days ago, so a little bit old news, but Albert Pujols hitting a home run, or his first home run, with the Dodgers. So I'm pretty pumped that he's getting some action over there as well. Any I thoughts mean, on any baseball? I mean, all I was going to ask is, does he – look different than he did or was he just coming out there and just happened to hit a homer dude he looks different he looks like his confidence is there i think it's just the dodger swag that jersey (laughs) it's just it's kind of like you remember 
you know, Space Jam, I know we talked about it on the podcast before, but w- when Michael Jordan was suiting up and he didn't know if he could beat the monsters, that then Michael Jordan finally suited up and he was he was going against them. He was going to uh, do yes. it. Albert Pujols has that kind of swag, Space Jam kind of swag. So I'm excited for it. Anyways, going over here to the NHL. I know we're this is a little teaser for a conversation we're going to have in just a little bit. But what we got going on in the NHL is the Bruins. Ooh, it's final. Yes, Boston won four to one in the series. They just wrapped it three to one over the Capitals. Yeah, I know. Can I'm I get it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Little teaser for you, just in case if your TV isn't caught up to speed, Colbs. So, game three, we got the Oilers and the Jets. They're currently playing right now. Oilers on top, four one. Uh, WPG leading that 2-0. We got the Avalanche in the Blues. Uh, we got, oh my God, that was a sweep 4-0 there. Uh, game four, Hurricanes and Predators. Uh, series tied at 2-2. And we got the Golden Knights. Man, why are they so good? They're leading the series 3-1. <laughs> and we are for the Canadians and the Maple Leaves. Uh, series tied at 1-1. John, just Pulls. out of curiosity, do you know what WPG is? Uh, Winnipego. There you go. It's Winnipeg. <laughs> Winnipeg Jets, right? <laughs> yeah. The Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> See, I, I'm not that bad, but I, I was reading it literally off the list, and trust me, it did run through my head, and I was like, <laughs> do I actually? I mean, you were clever with it. I, I just, it hit me. I was like, John doesn't know what WPG is, does he? <laughs> it's a radio station out of New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> but Colbs, uh, before we go on who's on top, we won't really get into the NBA because we're going to have a little bit of fun when it comes to the playoff talk with the NBA. So before we get over there, NHL, I know you had a couple of things that you wanted to bring up. What's going on? So obviously I've been watching the Bruins series and I was going to give some insight onto how that series was looking, but now that it's just very recently wrapped up, like within the last few minutes, I can just give a little bit of a breakdown of the series as a whole. So after a, um, after a first game that looked like there might've been a little bit of an issue as far as getting around this team with Washington, Boston really came together and started, I'd really say starting game three, utilizing what it is that they're better at and utilizing their game plan. So -hmm. Boston stopped playing the game of Washington. They started playing their own game. They started skating around. They started making sure that they were using their speed rather than just trying to play big against a bigger team. So what that inevitably did was it utilized their advantages. And really in hockey, it's more so about who makes the mistake than who just the better team is. Oftentimes, you'll notice this in hockey games, the better team doesn't always win. It's a little bit different than almost every other sport. But Boston started utilizing what it is that are their strengths, and it propelled them to really, after their first loss there in uh, game two, they they took it from there, and it really wasn't much of an issue. They they won most of these games by multi-scores. It wasn't like they were winning these things in overtime. Now, the first three games all went to overtime, but after that third game, it was just flat-out Boston the whole way. So I feel good about that. But, John, the other series that I've actually been actively watching has been the Florida yeah. Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning defending Stanley Cup champs. Holy hell, the Lightning are scary. That is – oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen a power play that looks this good, John. You know how – it, it would kind of look like – can you imagine basketball if there was a power play in basketball so it was five on four? 
Oh, they'd Jesus. always have an open man and they'd always, always. hit him and it yep. would always be a shot that was hit. Yeah. So that's basically what the lightning's power play looks like. It is incredibly frightening. Uh, the idea of playing them just flat out sucks. I don't want to have to play Tampa at any point because those guys, as soon as they get that advantage, the puck's going in the net. Uh, you just basically, you have to commit to not committing penalties. And for those of you that don't know, I did fail to mention this, but the Lightning is leading the series right now, three to one over the Panthers, and the Island, the Islanders, and the Penguins are actually tied at two two. Colbs, any insight in the Islanders? Weren't they terrible like every single year? What's yeah, up? Yeah, they have been our whole lives. I, I'm not like, going to be able to speak to what it is that they do well. What I could tell you is that I am excited for them, and from what I understand, they're considered one of the top teams this year. So I, I hear that there's a very strong chance you might see the Islanders making a very deep playoff run. But I really wouldn't be able to tell you why that is. Wasn't the uh, Connecticut Whale, weren't weren't they like, didn't they evolve kind of like if you take a Pikachu and they were the Connecticut whale and then they all of a sudden they were given an emerald stone or whatever stone they turn into a New York Islanders? Is no, that they, who? They became a Carolina hurricane. Oh, well, no, no. I think um, the Connecticut whale. Was oh, you're talking the, about the minor league team? No. The, you know how Connecticut, we had our own. Yeah, the Hartford NH- Whalers back in the day. They became the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, they became the Carolina Hurricanes. I thought it was the New York Islanders. No, no, the See, Islanders have been around mistake. longer. See, my mistake. Okay, I wasn't sure about that. So, no, the Islanders news. were around before our parents. Oh Jesus! Okay, yeah, they just haven't been relevant. I guess yeah, they haven't been exactly. They haven't been, so nobody really knew that they existed. So, cool, Colbs, who am I rooting for? Let's let's go Florida Panthers because you, uh, no, you, you the know. Islanders. The uh, Islanders. No, no, man. John, but seriously, I am pulling so hard for the damn Panthers because I listen to the Levitard show every day and they love this group so much and they haven't seen playoff success in 25 years either. So oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> damn you, Cole. So I've damn been you. trying so hard to get behind them. And I'm, Tampa's always my number two team in hockey behind the Bruins because I grew up a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. I'm actually actively rooting against them this series and – I just don't see a way that they lose, man. They're so good. Dude, you know what else is good? The other half of this little pod episode where we're going to be breaking it down with some NBA talk. Stick around. Shoot a a short few seconds. (laughs) So, ladies and gents, Cole wants to talk a little bit about the NBA. So, yes, I'm going to let him spin off, get out of control, get a little wild with the NBA. I don't know exactly what's going on, but we did mention the Knicks a little bit earlier, so I'm sad. Kolbs, what's going on in the rest of the league? All right, so one of the things that I've noticed is that every NBA writer, journalist, predictor, your, even your like Stephen A. Smith kind of people, talk Wait a minute. Host, what was the name of that dude that predicted the future we did on a couple of episodes Nostradamus, and we're going to talk about him on the main episode this week. Here's what I want to say, though. Was he involved in this, too? <laughs> uh, not not to my knowledge, but I didn't okay. go through for that. All right, very good. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't part of the uh, the machinations of what I was combing through when I was looking up <laughs> Nostradamus facts. I, I wasn't going, wait a minute. Is he saying the Knicks are doing it? That's what I mean. Yeah. So we're going to hear from somebody. Anyways, man, what's up? All right. So 
all these guys have been putting out what their predictions are for the playoffs. I do this for fun every year. I didn't realize that this is now something that people consider content. So I'm going to give it to everybody. I'm going to go through what I think every playoff series and the playoffs are going to break down to. Whoa. Oh, yeah. We got a little bit of prediction radio coming here. Ooh, I kind of like this here. So start off of what's currently going on here for our audience, for some of the more casual fans, kind of like myself. Well, essentially, John, no series has had more than one game played. So we really don't need to dive into who's done what. No, 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 no. Not about who's done what, but what? Do you, who do you think is going to be on top? Who do you think is going to walk away from it of the current ones and then going forward? Oh, yeah. I'm going to break them down series by series for you. All right. Here we go. All right. So in the Eastern Conference, we start with the first seed, Philadelphia 76ers against the eighth seed, Washington Wizards. So what I think is going to happen here is Philadelphia in five. Reason being, Washington got hot towards the end of the year, so I think that they're going to be able to sneak a game in. And they've been playing much better in the second half of the season, but I don't foresee a way that they outdo what Philadelphia has spent all year doing, which is just being a dominant team. Joel Embiid's been in there for MVP considerations. I just don't see any type of indicator that tells me that Washington actually stands a chance, but I do think they steal a game. Now, we got the two-seeded Brooklyn Nets against the seventh-seeded Boston Celtics. I got the Nets in five here. So essentially, wow. this really breaks down to the, the offensive firepower that Brooklyn has. It, Boston can't keep up with that. And ultimately, even though Brooklyn doesn't play any defense, I don't think that Boston's got the scoring capability to outdo Brooklyn on any more than potentially one given night. This one, I'm giving the fifth game where I'm letting Boston have one, but I honestly could see this one being a clean sweep. Now... Mm. We've got the third-seeded Milwaukee Bucks against the sixth-seed Miami Heat. I've got the Milwaukee Bucks winning in six. So Miami's going to push them, but in all seriousness, I haven't seen anything from Miami that tells me they're definitely better than Milwaukee this time around. Now, I think they can be. I just don't know that they currently in their present state are. And I'd like to see it because, honestly, I think that Miami at their best is the better team. I just don't think that they have whatever it is. I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. I know that there's been some health issues in there, but they just don't look like the kind of team that's going to be able to outdo Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks this time around. So it was such a close game. Yeah, it was. It was basically a buzzer beater in overtime. I actually watched that game yesterday. So we've got the fourth seeded New York Knicks against the fifth seed Atlanta Hawks. I do have the Knicks. I got. For Hector, I do have the <laughs> Knicks winning this one in seven. Um, these are the two young teams. The Knicks couldn't have drawn a better opponent because they have another team that's in the same place that they are. They're both young and upcoming. Neither one's been here before. So ultimately, I'm really giving this to who the slightly better team throughout the season was. And granted, I believe they finished with the exact same record. But the Knicks did pull off that fourth seed. And I'm going to give them that on the home field or home court in this case, I guess I should say. So I got the Knicks taking that. Out in the West, I've got the number one Utah Jazz winning in five over the eighth-seeded Memphis Grizzlies, although I do got to say John Morant is good. (laughs) I'm not the first or last person to say that, but that kid is good. Memphis has something to build on. But (laughs) Utah has been dominant all season. I don't foresee a scenario in which they have any real competition in this series. 
Now, the number two seeded Phoenix Suns and the seventh seed Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, no, Coles. Oh, no. What? What? This is a hard one. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning into the show, like we said, we know we got a lot of popularity on our last one year anniversary podcast episode. Uh, you might not know this about Coles. He's a huge LeBron fan, which means he's a huge Lakers fan right now. So, Colbs, this one's got to be difficult for you, man. Phoenix is leading 1-0. What do you think? Lakers in six. So, Oh, my God. What? You just dropped that quick. What the hell, man? Mic drop. So, as far as scoring goes, they, they've got Devin Booker over there in Phoenix. Outside of that, I'm not worried about any of those players. And as long as LeBron is healthy enough, he gets through this series just fine. Anthony Davis, he didn't look great here in game one, but I got a feeling that we're going to see a lot more out of him. We we have more firepower, and also keep in mind that the Los Angeles Lakers do have the number one defense in the NBA this season. As long as it's Devin Booker, not Booker T, because Booker T is the five-time champ, baby. <laughs> five-time champ. The third-seeded Denver Nuggets against the six-seeded Portland Trailblazers. I got the Nuggets in seven. I got this being a very close series. Denver is ultimately the better team, although Damian Lillard's the best player in this series. Um, Ultimately, really, Portland doesn't have the defensive mechanisms that they would need to slow down the Denver offense that, although is not one of these offenses that's going to just rip you to shreds, it's not going to be by a single player. Their one single player that could do that, Jamal Murray, is out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. But Denver plays very good team basketball. They're going to get the buckets, and really, Dame Lillard can't do it all by himself. And I know that he's got C.J. McCollum, and I know he's got, uh, I believe it's Yosef Nurkic, their center. But it's not enough. It's just not enough. Denver in seven. Well, not only do they have them, but they got Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, I mean, Gordon, Austin Rivers, Monte Morris, uh, Paul Millsap. Colbs, I'm reading the actual Yeah, I know. Up. I can tell that you just have the yeah. roster up and you're reading through. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped over all the complicated names, too, like uh, <laughs> Fusando Campanzando, uh, Nikaila Jakaik. Oh, damn it. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Just take it back. Help me. Damn you. All right. We got the fourth seeded Los Angeles Clippers against the fifth seeded Dallas Mavericks. I got oh, gosh. I got the Clippers in seven here. Um they, they have Kawhi and Paul George. I feel that they get through. Granted, I say this, John, I made this prior to the first games being played after seeing game one. If I was yep. going to change any of these that would be the series I would change because Dallas looks like they're flat out just better than the Clippers. I honestly think that Dallas wins the series at this point. I think Dallas is definitely going to win too, just because of Tim Hardaway Jr. Going forward. <laughs> I just, I just realized what you said. He just dropped 21. Oh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, he's not a bad player, John. It just, I, it took me a minute for that to sink in what you would say. Yeah, said. I was going to say, man, he, he's good. <laughs> he's good, man. All right. I remember, wait, 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 wait. I remember Tim Hardaway when I was playing NBA Live 03. That was a sick game. So I just got to give him a quick shout out. So, Junior, you know what? NBA 2023. I'm going to do it up with you. 20 years later, I was using your pops 20 years ago. <laughs> not 20 years. Wait, is it? 
Wait, is 20, 2003 20 years ago? Oh my god, Colbs, we're getting old. Oh my god, Hocus Pocus. Colbs, hang on. Just let me spin off here real quick. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus 2 just got announced. Hocus Pocus 1 came out in 1993. What the hell does that mean, man? We're old. I was two years old. I was a little baby. I was still pooing in my pants. Like, and I was confident about it. You know what I mean? I was making noises after pooing in my pants. Yeah. Woo. You got it, Colts. Take it back. All right. We move on to the second round. For the second round here, we've got the Philadelphia 76ers against the New York Knicks. (laughs) And I do have the 76ers winning this one in five. Again, they're clearly a better team. I'm going to try not to break these down quite as in-depth as the first round for time's sake. We got the two-seeded Brooklyn Nets against the third-seed Milwaukee Bucks. I've got Brooklyn winning this one in six. Wow. That one that one I get a little nervous about because Milwaukee wow. can play some defense, but I'm sticking wow. with it. Okay. I've got the number one-seeded Utah Jazz against the fourth-seed Los Angeles Clippers. I got the Clippers winning in six. And that would put them to the East or, uh, Western Conference Finals. However, like I said, I actually believe that Dallas gets by them at this point. So I'm not really holding that true to that. Now, we've got the third seed of Denver Nuggets against the seventh seed, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, Lakers of six. Oh, okay. All right. Reconfirming. Reconfirming. So then we go to the conference championship round. Philadelphia against Brooklyn. I'm taking Brooklyn in seven. Brooklyn in seven. So ultimately, I just think that this is a little bit too much firepower for Philadelphia to even handle. Considering that beyond Joel Embiid, we don't know exactly who the scorers are on that team. It could be anybody on any given night. And I don't think that's consistent enough to beat out what is the the best offense that there is. Not only right now, but pretty much of all time, in all seriousness. In a one-season sample, almost nobody has had a higher-powered offense than the Brooklyn Nets of this season. Out in the West, we got the Clippers and the Lakers. I got the Lakers in seven. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's right, because uh, Paul George, he uh, he doesn't do anything in the playoffs. So, <laughs> we got our NBA Finals. Brooklyn Nets, Los Angeles Lakers. What? Really? Wait, let me do it. Let me do it. Bing, 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 bing. Boom, 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 boom. What's Kobe's pick? We don't know just yet. Yes, we do. Kobe, one, two, three. What's your pick? Say it up now. Lakers and seven. Oh, my God. You, 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 you. Total LeBron. And the title LeBron. comes back to L.A. Oh, my God. Do we just end the episode there? Title comes back to LeBron. Probably. (laughs) With that said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jacked and Canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.